Welcome to the Dirty 30, first episode presented by Stone Sports. I'm your host, Dubs, and with me I have the incredible Bobbo Jones. What the fuck is up? What's up, buddy? How are you? Good. So something we don't really get to too often on Stone Sports is fantasy football. You and I both play a ton. You more than me, but I wanted to go through the week this week. We're in a dynasty league in its first season called the Dirty Dozen. PPR scoring, standard shit. Uh, hence the name of the show. So if you hear us talking about the league, scoring, anything like that, that's in reference to that league. Um, so I wanted to start off the week by, like I said, going through a recap of what happened. It was a shitty week for me, not so shitty for some others. But we'll start with the top fantasy point getters at positions. Uh, we're going to go through QB first. I'll let you take it away. All right, number one, we had uh, Kyler Murray with 34.5. Uh, second was Mahomes with 33.2. Uh, Jared Goff came out of nowhere with 29.9. And Jameis Winston, Mr. Lazik himself, 29.6. The and new eyes were working for him. Dude, apparently, man, he had no interceptions. <laughs> it was like, it was crazy, dude. And they beat the shit out of the Packers. Birdie asked but, me uh, on the show, five. on the actual show the other day, that... Uh, if he if we thought Aaron Rodgers threw that game, I was like, no, there's no way an NFL quarterback threw that game. But could have fooled the casual viewer watching that one. Dude, he looked horrible, and then it's like, well, that's what you get when you skip when you skip training camp, and you know, you don't play in the preseason and all that shit. Right. Like, I mean, I understand. Look, I understand his argument. He wants to win. He's old. Like he's getting old. You know what I mean? Like he just wants to win, and they keep. They don't put shit around him. It's like with Brady when he was in New England. Like if they just look what happened, they put a team around him. I right. mean, they went unfucking defeated, man. Right. You know? I mean, they lost in the Super Bowl. That's another discussion for another day. But uh, you know, like put some guys around him. It's Devontae Adams isn't enough. It's just like with the Bulls. Pippen wasn't enough for MJ. You know what I mean? They needed to go get Bill Cartwright and John Paxson. You know, you need to get some pieces around him, man. I understand. Yeah, he's mad. <laughs> I feel you. Um, number five, you said was Brady. Yeah, twenty nine point one Thursday night game. Yes, when he was slinging all around. But uh, I mean, I like Brady. I like starting Brady, and I'm good with starting Gronk. But it's like the other three wide receivers we touched on it earlier. We were talking about it. It's you know, throw a dart at the board and pick one of them. Yeah, the Tampa you know? Bay offense is it's a confusing one. It's like yeah. the Patriots' offense was in fantasy for so long. You just don't know who's going to. And they have way better weapons than we ever did, but. Yeah, which one do you start, though? Like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I know it's you're, the same I mean, predicament. I mean, if you have Evans and Godwin, you know, I mean, you're starting them no matter what. You right. You know what I mean? But it's like, I don't know. You know, it's like a crapshoot, but who's going to actually score? Because I had Evans in another league and only scored like 5.4 points or something like that. So right. stupid. So, all right, but moving on. Yeah, let's got, get to uh, the running backs. backs. Mr. CMC, welcome back, 27.7. Joe Mixon had 25. Uh, Jamal Williams from Detroit had 25. DeAndre Swift had 24.4. And uh, Nick Chubb had 22.1 fantasy points. Good to Jamal Williams in a little while with our surprises of the week. Yes. Uh, Receivers? Uh, Receivers? uh, All right, Amari Cooper on the Thursday night game, he had 38.9. Tyreek Hill had 37. 
Debo Samuel with 31.9, Adam Thielen at 30, and Corey Davis with 26. Big week for Corey Davis with no Jameson Crowder. Yes. Zach Wilson uh, needed somebody to, to throw it. to, right? <laughs> yes. Someone has to catch it. You know That's the name of the game in fantasy, it. volume. Somebody's got to yeah, catch it. I, yes, but apparently he's getting good volume. So, apparently. I mean, I'd feel comfortable starting him every week, you know? Speaking of volume, we'll move to tight ends. Yes, and uh, number one volume getter of all time, Gronk. <laughs> Uh, the Walrus had uh, 26.5, and uh, TJ Hawkinson, who... I'm a big Walrus guy, by is, the way. No, I know you are. Uh, Hawkinson had 25.7, and, dude, his volume is going to be insane because they're going to be getting crushed pretty much in every game because their, de their defense is suspect. This is something we didn't really get to much on Stone Sports this week, but that Niners-Lions game was a shit show in itself. Dude... I'm pretty sure that San Francisco's defense was like, yeah, we're up by 28 points. We're just going to – we're going to mail it in, you know? And then they <laughs> started coming back. On they the rolled field. over and died and then went, oh, shit. Yeah, man. They took their pads off and everything. They are like, yeah, I'm good. And then they are like, no, you got to go back in. <laughs> All the starters are like, you got to go back in. <laughs> Dude, imagine they lost. Uh, it would have been Falcons-esque. Yes, it would have, but, I mean – Jared Goff, everybody wrote him off. Uh, to finish it Jared out, Kelsey, written off Goff. Yeah, pretty much. I'm telling you, he peaked. But anyway, uh, Kelsey uh, had was at number four. He had 25.6, and uh, number five is Jawan Johnson. He had 17. I'm kind of that kind of shocks me. That yeah, well, that kind of came out of nowhere. Perfect and, transition but, to our surprises. Juwan Johnson was on there. A few of the guys you listed are going to be on this list. Juwan Johnson among them. So if you want to get to him first, we can do that. I just think it's a mirage. Yeah. I, mean, I just think he got lucky. Like, oh, like a lot of people this week overachieved. You know, they went well beyond, you know, what they were supposed to get. I mean. I mean, two of the guys you know, we mentioned, Corey know, Davis, Jamal Williams, yeah. they're also in that boat. Yeah. Yes. And my number one surprise is Jameis Winston. I mean, yeah, he went off. Dude, I mean, he only threw for 148 yards, but he still had five touchdowns. Right. You know, and that was just the first game and you know, a new system. So imagine when they actually opened it up and then he's like throwing for 400 yards and six touchdowns. You know, they... Jameis Winston, he might throw a lot of picks or whatnot. I mean, he probably won't now because he just fixed his eyes and shit, but uh, he uh, can throw the long ball, and that's something Drew Brees didn't have. Right. You know, that old week on was only good for like 20 yards before it lost its zip. So, But Winston can just chuck it you know, right out of the stadium if he wanted to. Yeah, he's got a phenomenal arm. And if he's able to he pair does. that with everything else, it's going to be a scary combination in New Orleans. Dude, the, he had no picks. I mean, he only threw for 148 yards, but still, he—I mean—he had no picks. I and would be saying like shame on Tampa for letting him walk, but like they—they they got Tom Brady in a ring I mean, out of it, so you can't really, can't fault him. They're I'm not just, gonna complain about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I—I I still don't think Jameis Winston would win a Super Bowl. No. I mean, if the game's on no, the no, line. No, 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 no. Do you know what I mean? Do you think Jameis Winston's gonna? If you need six, is he gonna do it? Yet to be seen. Be like, yeah, is he going to be like uh, Hasselbeck when he games on the line? Or like 
Brett Favre a lot. When I, I was a Packers fan a little bit for a little while growing up when I first got into football, and yeah. I like Brett Favre. But when the game was on the line, he would throw a pick sometimes. You know what I mean? I've done watched plenty of games of his. And then he goes and retires. Yeah, he comes yeah. back with the Jets, yeah. makes a couple no, Wrangler still... commercials. But, yeah, that's what I think. Like, a Winston, game on the line, he's not the guy. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, and uh, my other little surprise was Tyson Williams. Oh, uh, the Ravens running back, yeah. He yeah, kind of got handed the job on a silver platter due to all the knee injuries, but he showed up in a fantasy aspect. Yes, he did. I mean, still, you took the rock for 69 yards and a touchdown. Yep. You know, I think he caught a couple passes, too, and not, not for a lot of yards, but for, you know, number four on the – or, f like, number four or five on the depth chart, and all of a sudden you're number one, and then, like, your Lamar's handing off to you, and you're just doing your thing. Like, it was like it was your job anyway, you know? It's yep. just the only thing he's lacking in is pass protection, which, you know. Now, before we get to our next little bit here, I got a couple questions for you on – Two players specifically. Sure. Um, Melvin okay. Gordon had a pretty good week. 20 points, 11 carries, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, did he re-cement himself? Because there's a lot of questions and talk circulating him and Javante Williams, who's going to be the starter, getting more fantasy value out of which one. Did Melvin Gordon cement himself and sort of kill off a little value from Javante Williams with his good game? Or do you think Javante Williams is still bound to take over that role soon? Yes. Okay. So this is my take on it. I believe for the first five or six weeks that Melvin Gordon is the guy, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I think when it comes later on, like week eight, nine, 10, you know, maybe after their buy or something, he, the rookie catches on cause he's still a rookie. Right. But yeah, I think, I think by the end of the year, it's Javante Williams job and Melvin Gordon is the second running back. And remember Melvin Gordon likes to get hurt a lot. So right. He, you know what I mean? But as of right now, if I have Melvin Gordon, I'm starting him. Yeah. But I'm flexing him. He's a flex for me. Fair enough. And my second question, Amari Cooper, huge week. Um, With the Dallas offense, you have Amari Cooper. You've got Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott. Is Amari Cooper going to be a bona fide number one receiver in fantasy this season with Dak back, or is this – almost 40-point game, sort of a flash in the pan. He's still going to be consistent. It's Amari Cooper. He's still their number one receiver on the depth chart. He's still going to be a fantasy option. But he's he going to be a top guy this season, like he showed on Thursday. Well, yeah, because, uh, first of all, when Dak needs it, he's going to Amari. Right. You know what I mean? CD hasn't really proved that yet. You know what I mean? So He had a couple drops Amari early in that game, one. too. CD Lamb. But he hadn't played in a little while, right? I think he was. Oh, CD Lamb. Yeah, he did. He started off slow, but then he caught on. He like he caught on. He like caught wildfire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Say, he just caught fire, man. He, so and I think he's a bona fide number two. But uh, I think Cooper is still in the pecking order. You know what I mean? Because he's again, he's the veteran. You know right. what I mean? And you're not getting third. What do you have? Thirteen or fourteen targets? I think more you know than I mean? that. And their defense is it? Their defense stinks. Oh, yeah, because he caught 13 balls. Yeah. Yeah, he caught 13 balls. So, yeah, he had a shit ton of targets, man. You know what I mean? So, like, he's getting it. But their defense stinks, as you could tell. You know, but you know what's crazy? I don't hear no They gave about so it. much money to that defense for it to stink. Yeah, I know. The Lawrence and uh, Jalen Smith, Leighton Vander Esch, yeah. and then they went and drafted Michael Parsons. The Cowboys were a mess. Yeah, and they have the digs on the, as a corner. Yeah. Uh, 
All I know is that uh, they're they're going to have to throw a lot, and I'm going to touch on this later for some waivers back on the D, on Dallas. But Michael Gallup is out. Right. You know what I mean. So that someone else is going to have to step up. He's gone for three to five weeks with an injury. So uh, they're going to have to throw, dude. It's just they're always going to throw. Now Dax Dax's going to ball. So, but Amari Cooper is the number one, and I think Amari Cooper had 16 have, targets. Dude, they're they have two number one receivers. Right. You know, CeeDee Lamb, by the end of this year, is probably going to be averaging close to 30, 30 points a game. Both of them. You know what I mean? Because as it goes on, he's going to get better and better and better with Dak back. Because last year he played with, you know, Andy Dalton. And Fair play. Ben DiNucci, I think his name is. I don't know. <laughs> something like that. I'm not DiNucci, sure Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, it's some weird dudes. Like, so now he's back this year with the guy. And as long as Prescott stays healthy. Dude, What's got Garrett Gilbert? Zerline missed. I don't blame him for missing a 60-yard field goal. Greg's a leg. Yeah, but the other one he missed was like a, what he missed, like a 42-yarder? It was a gimme. Yeah, you, that's the game. You think they still win? You think Tampa drives down and scores a touchdown? Mm, I mean, they just had enough time to kick the field goal. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they probably would have come up just short. Yeah, so then, you know, who knows? Dallas is 1-0 and the Tampa's 0-1. Right. You know, but, you know, and one game so. can mean everything in the NFC East. But next up, I wanted to get to some disappointments. Yeah, there's always the tops, and then here comes the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I give my the one that made me the most angry first? Brandon Ayuk. Shoot, man, shoot. Yes. Absolutely fucking killed me. I had him in daily fantasy. I had him on my. Uh, dynasty team he didn't do shit he didn't even have a target yeah not a target he wasn't on the field until the second quarter well he had a hamstring a late hamstring come out on friday and uh apparently debo samuel and sanu are like way better than 50 percent of brandon Ayuk. you know apparently I i just i mean samuel killed it but I don't know. He's like a gadgety guy for me. You know what I mean? I think his, and having like, Ayuk in the like dynasty, I like. I look at him, his skill set, and then I look at Trey Lance coming in, and it just looks like a match made in heaven. Yeah, because I'm sorry, Jimmy Garoppolo is not the guy. No, and he, we yeah, talked about this on the show not. too. I think he's going to be out before the end of the season. Yeah, he should, like, after a while, if they lose a couple of games, we'll see Trey Lance. The more Trey Lance does when they do bring him in, you know, like uh, Chicago's doing with Justin Fields, the right. more you see him, like, you're just going to know that he's the guy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, dude, clearly Justin Fields is the guy in Chicago. Like, you know, they need to be starting him, you know? It's doing him no good on the bench. Absolutely no good. Um, yeah. Derrick Henry, another bust. Yep. He had uh, he had 10.1 or 9. 10.3. 10.3. 10.3 fantasy points. <laughs> that might be game flow. And yeah, and the Cardinals just absolutely killed them. They were passing dude, for most of the game. Them. Dude, they didn't kill them. They fucking mollywhopped them. <laughs> all right, dude, they got fucking smashed. They curb stomped smashed. all of their teeth onto the pavement, took their lunch money, and dipped on a bicycle. Yeah. A sweet Julio BMX Jones bike. Julio Jones didn't really... Julio didn't do shit. AJ Brown didn't do shit. The whole Titans offense didn't do shit. 
That dude is just straight stunk. Only Tannehill. He had. And they still have no pass rush. Kyler was able to just run all over them. I mean, that's evident. He was the top QB this week. It's crazy. Ran all over me, too. Defensive guru. And he's fucking. Their defense is always like middle of the pack. You know, they're like 18th or 19th. You know, (laughs) it's not good. Uh, Najee Harris. Another bust. 20 something. 20-something carries. Two drops. Six points. He looked absolutely dismal in the passing game. He did. And now he could run. He had some, you know, he busted up. He showed some, yeah, he showed a couple flashes on the ground. The line is suspect, man. Yeah, that, the, I mean, the Bills are really fucking good, too. Their defense is phenomenal. Yeah, no, they are. And that's another disappointment, too, is fucking Josh Allen. Yeah, he kind of put up a dud. I had so I had two teams. I had the Steelers defense and the Buffalo defense, and I was worried about it. And both of them ended up doing pretty fucking good. Like yeah, the Josh no, Allen got I, shut uh, down a little bit. The fucking Steelers, their run game, like we said, wasn't really getting much. They're getting in. They're getting pressure on Ben, getting into the backfield on run plays. So it, yeah, Najee yeah, Harris. No, but, but the Steelers defense, yeah. The Steelers defense came to play though when it Yeah, when, when it, it mattered. Was, you know? That block punt with that touchdown. Oh yep. Oh man, that was beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Seventeen points game. from that Steelers defense, which is still available in some leagues. Is it really? <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's criminal, dude. It's freaking criminal. They're rostered in forty one percent of leagues. <laughs> which is crazy. I don't understand. Well, unless people are, like, streaming defenses. Which know, is understandable, but the Steelers' leagues. defense is a top-five defense. Okay, dude. No, you asked me about a couple players early enough. Okay, let me run this by you. All right. I was thinking of dropping the Patriots' defense after week three because their first three matchups are sweet. Their first three matchups are, are, are maybe two. We just talked about Jameis. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I don't know. I think they could shut that down. I think, I think uh, Matt LaFleur... You know, I don't know who his defensive coordinator is, but he, you know, he might be new. You know, Matt LaFleur is like a rookie coach still. This is his third year, so I don't know. But I think Bill could shut down Jameis Winston. Packers defensive coordinator is Joe Barry. Is he? Okay. I've never heard of him. (laughs) But uh, he might want to go back to the drawing board. He is D coordinator for uh, Washington, name redacted. And he was a linebacker's coach under Sean McVay. Boat run defense. Yep. I don't know. Well, he might want to call them for some tips. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't working. <laughs> yeah, they're not. You know. I mean, but they all had a rough day. Even the OC. I mean, I would have walked in, looked yeah. at the defense, and gone. That guy just got LASIK eye surgery, and you let us throw for five touchdowns. <laughs> you are an NFL defense. What could... Dude, what throws me off is the 148 yards. It's a lot. That Winston had. He yeah, it's a lot of 148 yards. That's it. It's I mean, not a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, I mean it's 20, 20 points for the for the touchdowns. Yeah. Right? Yep. And then it's uh, for and then you get what for every twenty five yards you get a point so one forty eight so he had five so he had twenty five yeah twenty five so I mean I like him if he bumps it but in our league someone has him right I can't think off the top of my head who has him but. 
He's actually, I think he didn't even start him either. I think he's sitting on his bench. Jalen Hurts sat on my bench this week. Did Not he? fun. Yeah. Um, no. I start him. So we got through some disappointments. Uh, do you want to go on to some people you want to get from the waiver wire this week, if there's anybody to look out for? Okay, so out on the waivers this week that I looked at, I like I, who's still out there is uh, Goff. Jared Goff's still out there on the waiver wire. Jared uh, written off Goff. For like 16 points. He was written off, but dude, their defense, they, they, their defense just lost Jeff Okuda. It's their best defensive player. Wasn't playing like it. So, I know, he, but it's kind of hard when you're the best guy and there's 10 guys that ain't. You know? <laughs> there's 10 guys that stink. I mean, what do you want them to do? You can't play all the positions. <laughs> but uh, shit, trying to play all the positions probably got him hurt. But he's anyway, he's done for the year. And look at San Fran. They just ran all over. I mean, I don't know if it's because it's, you know, San Francisco and they're just really... No, the Lions defense is garbage. Yeah, they, the Lions... Yeah, they got a lot of holes in them. And they're going to have to be right. passing. They're going to be playing behind in games. They have receiving backs. Like, they're going to tear it off. I mean, not look, a horrible. Ja- especially if you need to stream a QB. Dude. Yeah, Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift just combined for f- almost 50 fantasy points. You know what I mean? Like, he was throwing to them. Hawkinson had 25. So, then three alone was like 75 points. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, he's chucking it. You know? And Goff himself had 29. So... They're going to be behind. They're going to have to throw. So, I mean, shit, I'm talking about it. After we're done with this, I might just go pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Selling uh, yourself then, uh, on these waiver pickups. And then this one is kind of just like a stream thing. If, like, you don't like your quarterback's matchups this week or whatnot. But Taylor Heineke, he's playing the Giants. The Heineken. Yeah, I mean, dude... Stone listen, Sports is a big fan of the Heineken. Listen, all I know is that when uh, Fitzmagic was in there... Terry McLaurin. Not Logan a target. Thomas, not a single target. But when, the, you know, when the Heineke got in there, he uh, fucking was lighting it up, man. Killing so, it. So, you know, McLaurin had targets. Yeah, McLaurin ended up, you know, salvaging a little bit. Logan Thomas caught a touchdown and ended up with 11 points at the end. Uh, so, I think he was doing it better than Fitzy anyway. You know what I mean? The only thing yeah. is he might not offer is what Fitz does. You know, if they're like... Three yards out, you know, Fitz will run it in for a touchdown, and you get that bonus six, you know. But you're not going to get that from hiding. And uh, I went over to running back, and it's barren. barren. Like, I don't know. Barren. Just like a freaking desert, man. It is dry. <laughs> the only thing I'm thinking about is maybe Jermichael Hasty, And this is like a stash, because he did come in. Kyle Shanahan was like, hey, man, uh, Mostert got hurt. You want to come in and run the ball? He said, okay. So he ran in, got a touchdown, ended up with 8.8 points. And you know and they love to just throw their running backs around. They have... Uh, yeah, and Mostert's hurt. He's right. done for the year. So that leaves Sermon, Mitchell, Hasty, and Mitchell. Yep. So... And if one of them goes down, Hasty's going to be yeah. getting a hefty amount of touches. So that, I like I that as a stash. A anyway. I think he gets a bump anyway because he knows the system. He knows Fair. the system. He was there last year. Yeah, he might get the you rub over I mean? Sermon, who is uh, they, healthy yeah, they scratch week one. And, yeah, so. Um, and then I moved over to wide receiver. I still don't understand why he's out. This guy's out on the waiver wire. It's fucking criminal. criminal. It's uh, Tim Patrick for the Broncos. Jerry Judy's out. He's done for a couple weeks. This guy averaged, came in, he averaged 13. Well, he ended up scoring 13.9 fantasy points. It's a flex play, but, I mean, it's... You know, it's a start, and he's still out there. 
So right. you got to throw it. You know what I mean? There's Fant and there's Sutton. And uh, the other guy I think is KJ Hamler. So they're, you know, Hamler and Patrick will be out there. So, you know, if you just need a little stash or you need a little bump, I grab him. And Cedric Wilson from Dallas. He only had 5.4 fantasy points, but Michael Gallup is out for three to five weeks. So Cedric Wilson was on the field. And they were slinging it. A couple times. Yeah, and they're going to be slinging it because their defense stinks. Again, they're going to be throwing it. So Cedric Wilson, wide receiver three for them right now because Gallup is out. And over at tight end, there was Jared Cook. He had 10.6 fantasy points. He's the starting tight end for uh, the Chargers. They got that Parnham guy too. I think Donald Parnham, that kid. But you know, he's. It's got to be Cook's jobs. Year. It's got to be Cook's job. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, again, who are you gonna throw to? The veteran or him? And yeah. then finally, the only uh, thing that shies Cooper, me away from Cook is the amount of other mounts to feed in that Charger offense. But I still like Cook as a a deep tight end play. Well, if you look at the Chargers real quick, who they got? They got Eckler. They got Allen, Allen. Williams. And who's the, Okay, Mike Williams. Okay, I couldn't think of the other receiver. Yeah, then Jared Cook, right? Yeah. So you're looking at option so he four. Third? He's got high tight, high, yeah. high t- uh, touchdown ceiling though. Yeah, but I think you would need a touchdown from him to get something, you know? Like yeah. Four catches and a touchdown. I would take you know that. Four catches, thirty yards. And you a take touchdown. that. We take those. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. And uh, finally, for tight end, I had a uh, Conklin. Out of uh, Minnesota because Irv Smith is out. One of your uh, guys you wanted to draft this year, high on. Yes, I was all in on Irv Smith this year, man. I was bummed out when he got hurt. Uh, But Conklin, he stepped in. He had 8.1 fantasy points. It's nothing to write home about. But he saw five targets, I believe. He caught four of them for 40 yards. So, I mean, he saw some some looks from Cousins. So it's going from Thielen to Jefferson, Cook. And then maybe to uh, Conklin, who's pretty tall, so yeah. in the red zone. Fair and, play. Uh, again, Irv Smith is out, and Kyle Rudolph plays for the Giants, I believe. So, and uh, I think maybe a defense to stream, maybe Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Who are they playing this week? I'm not a hundred percent sure who they are playing, but I like them. They they showed up against the Jets. I mean, I know it was the Jets, but... The Panthers are the playing Jameis this weekend. Are they? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I still like them to play. I still like them, man. And this is why. You can pass also... Rush. You get you them... You create pass rush with your front four. You create pressure. That's That leads to... Also, if you're picking up the Panthers' defense, they do have the Texans' week three, so that could be a pretty favorable matchup. Yeah, they were out there, man. I, I started them. I rolled them out in DF, uh, DFS. So yeah. nice. I like them. I like them. You got a defensive stream? Um, I have to look at the free agency here, but one of the defenses that I noticed that was not being picked up very often was the Dolphins defense. I like them too. Like I said, I play other than this league, you know, when it comes to fantasy, I'm a straight up junk box. Right. Like, uh, you know, I need my fix. So I play, I play the maximum in ESPN. Also, you know, a defense and, that surprised me this week. This is actually a good one to stream if you're able to get it. The Eagles. 
Oh, you like the Eagles? And they're playing the Niners next week, who went off against the Lions, but uh, this week could be a good test. Okay. If you're looking for a defense to stream. And then uh, you're not, you want to get rid of them after that because then they play the Dallas and Kansas City weeks three and four. But if you need one this week, possibly the Eagles, maybe Miami. Yep. Carolina, as you said. Sorry, go ahead. Like I said, they just I like Carolina because they create, you know, their for they they can get pressure with their front four. Yeah, and, that and that's Bobby key. Burns kid or whatever his name is, that dude is a freaking animal. Brian Burns, yeah, he's a beast. Brian Burns, yes, yes, he's, he's an animal. Dude, he's everywhere. So yeah, so. Uh, lastly, I wanted to go through like some people to stay away from, and maybe some people that you think are gonna have a bounce back week, and then we'll do a little league recap, and we'll get out of here. Okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna go for my bounce back, and I'm gonna say Jonathan Taylor. You think he's gonna have a huge week this week? I think he bounces back because I think they, like, I don't understand why they. They didn't run the rock. I mean, he still I had they, 17 points. I know, but he just, it was, I expected more, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people invested a first round pick on him. Like, I did. High, you know, and I, like I said, I took him. I have him in every league. A bunch of leagues. Yeah, man. Like, I got him in a shit ton of leagues, too. And like, 17, I'm like, what? I expected him to just get behind Nelson and just freaking go. And it bummed me out, man. And also, Antonio Gibson. Like, I was actually talking to Dakota, and he was saying he was really unimpressed with the Colts line this week. Yeah, it it was shit, man. It's like, you know, when I live out here in India, it's like I, you know, I root for them when I can't root for the Pats, but it's like they fucking, I don't know. I don't think Wentz is it. I thought if anybody would get something out of him, it would be Frank Reich, who was, you know, whispering in his ear when he was over there in Philly. So, I don't know. Well, uh, how about Henry? Hey, maybe Gibson. And, yep, Derrick Henry and Najee Harris, man. Like, also Kyle Pitts, man. Like, what happened to Kyle Pitts? Like, he... Yeah, Kyle Pitts, bad. Another disappointment. Dude, I thought he was going to freaking ball out, you know? Like, that you know, whole... That's... I thought Fitley's secondary was not as nearly as good as it was. They shut... They shut Atlanta down. Excuse me. 32-6 to six in also, that win, uh, but... Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so and I uh, and I had some breakouts this week, and it was gonna be the Bengals wide receivers. Tyler all Boyd. I think all three of them eat this week. Yeah. Yep. Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, Chase. and T. Higgins. T. Higgins yep. got week, carted off. Is he yeah. playing? I know, but he he came back in though. He came back in and finished the game. So. I didn't even see that. I think he was yeah he was dehydrated. Unless my because uh, I was checking and it's like he still had the questionable tag on there, but I. I believe they said he uh, cramped up, and they brought him in the back, and they gave him IV and fluids, and then he came out and he finished the game. I believe that's that's what they said, but that that's I have them breaking out this week due to the matchup. How about Devontae Smith? Smith? That's a guy I like this week. Dude, he's an absolute steal. He was going in, like, the late rounds. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's like his... It's criminal. He's, he's gonna. One wide he's gonna be a big uh, daily fantasy guy for me this year. Yeah, I played him last week. Cheap too. option, high output. On your advice, yeah, on your advice, I went with Hertz and I went with Devontae Smith. Worked out. I should have listened to my own advice and played Hertz, but whatever. Um, 
So we'll wrap up here going through the little a little league recap. Go through who won, who lost, and then we'll uh, get out of here for the week. All right. So uh, so we had uh, one dope honky grabbed a W. Uh, Cuckoo Kachoo grabbed a W. The um, ball fondlers, they beat me. Uh, yeah, you... Uh, I got smacked around. Team Hogan, they they got a huge win. Team Hogan had 173. Hogan got a win, Balfano's got a win, and the Wadi Dynasty got a win. Good for them. Uh, lowest lowest points of the week goes to Dirty Dove from the Dudes. Same man that shelled out $28 for Mark Ingram. <laughs> waiver wire. What the fuck? <laughs> Like, seriously, $28 for Mark fucking Ingram? Man? He's panicking. Mostert went down. Javante Williams laid an egg. He's got Deshaun Watson on the you. roster. Etienne I mean, Dobbins, he's, he's just grasping at straws at running back. Right over for $28? Yeah, no one else Jay, wanted him, though. You only get 200, man. You only get 200. Uh, I think the next lowest scorer would... Uh, That'd be me. Well, that would be you, sir. <laughs> that would be me. Uh, how about the high scores? We got Hogan, 173. Grassman, 163. In a loss. Uh, yeah. Played Duke the high squad. score. Yeah, Duke squad at 142. Uh, after that, it would be uh, Mr. Greasy Operator and then the Ball Fondlers. Ball Fondlers were projected like 180 after the 1 o'clock games, and I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, some of your guys came around late, but what's crazy is Team Hogan. Like, dude, every single player on his team went off. If I was the grass man, I'd be upset that I fucking threw out 163.52 and lost to 173. <laughs> I'd be pissed. You know what I mean? Like, everybody just was, like, shot straight through their projections, man. Dude, they went to the moon, man. Big week from them. Big week from us. First episode of the Dirty 30 throw that in the books we'll go ahead and get the fuck out of here we'll be back next week with episode two um that's right say goodbye peace bye